0: what's up beautiful people this is fearfully fit podcast and my goal for you is to develop a healthy mind body and spirit i'm going to be sharing with you an in-depth look into how i lost over 100 pounds and had a total life transformation i want you to be fit in all aspects of your life because you are fearfully and wonderfully made what's up beautiful people and welcome to another episode of fearfully fit podcast thank you so much for tuning in with me today we have mr Carl Dennis back as our guest how are you doing Carl
1: I'm good thank you for asking
0: so Carl is back as our guest because today is our it's our anniversary you know, I don't know no other the words. All I know is it's our anniversary. <laughs> it is our two year anniversary today, and so I thought it would be nice to commemorate. Right, that's the right word. Commemorate today by doing an episode about our relationship thus far. So we're gonna take it way back. We're gonna take it back to before we before we went on our first date. What was your dating situation like? What was your dating life before? I mean, like right before, not like your whole history, but right before we started dating, what was your love life looking like?
1: Well, that was a time where I was pretty busy. I was actually on the West Coast. I was in L.A. for about four months prior to us linking up. Um, Honestly, I feel like I went on one date while I was out there. Um, I think I was talking to someone here and there, but it wasn't anything serious. It was just like, you know, just kind of going out to events, like doing stuff. He wasn't really romantic like that.
0: Okay. I was... I had... I'm pretty sure I said this in another episode. I was getting out of a ship, and I had left it all at the altar. Like,
1: I was...
0: <laughs> all at the altar, crying, letting it out. I'm like, God, I'm going to do what you want me to do. When you want me to do it, just please help me leave this situation. Because I knew... Um, it was not a soul tie that, that was pleasing to God. And so I was doing whatever I could to get out of that situation. But I also, I didn't want to use that, which I did speak about in another episode. I didn't want to get under a new one to get over an old one, which is what people tend to do. They'll, they'll have relations, um, mostly like sexual relations with a new person to try to get over the old person. But I was just like, God, I want you to take control. And so um, it's not that I was necessarily, well, you know what, I'll say I was very, very prayerful. So in the midst of me getting over that relationship and trying to break away from that soul tie, I was just like, God, use me. Should I even, even texting back? I was like, should I text this person back? all of that. So I was very prayerful from the very, before I even met Carl, Carl, I was prayerful about our relationship. Okay. So now, so that's where we were both at before we started dating. So now go to our first date. What were your thoughts? <laughs> I remember <laughs> I thought, because right when he asked me out, right, when he slid in my DMs and we were kind of talking a little bit and he was saying that I looked different in all my pictures, like my hair <laughs> was looking different. So I'm like, was that a um, what did I say? Was that an insult? Like, I was so confused. I'm like, all right, like another dub. But <laughs> he was like, no, that's not an insult. Wow. But what were your thoughts? because you got to the restaurant first, right? So what were your thoughts before I walked in?
1: Like you said, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect, I guess, physically, other than I knew you would be, you know, pretty gorgeous and all of that. It was just, mm. you had so many different looks, which I can appreciate, you know? You you look good in different environments, different styles and all of that.
0: Mm. Were you nervous scared. at all? No,
1: I wasn't, like, scared or anything. I knew you was going to look good. Like, that, that was, like, a check. I just need to make sure you were sane and... We clicked and we were compatible. That was about it.
0: I was nervous because, like I had said, that I was prayerful about moving forward with anybody at this point. And so I didn't necessarily, it's not like I was like, God, should I text him back? And then I heard a booming voice like, Yes, Summer, text him back. But it was just more of like a peace about it, a, a calmness about it. I didn't feel necessarily, you know, like anxiety. But it was more, I was nervous, like, where is this about to go? Please don't waste my time. Lord, I really want to hear from you. That was the big part. That was like, God, please, this time around, I really, really want to hear if this is for me. I promise I won't let nothing else get in the way.
1: Well, that's what maybe we could talk about, too. Like, where were you at mentally? Like, what were you looking for at that particular time? And I'll chime in.
0: First and foremost, because, like I said, I was trying to break away from that from that soul tie. Um, I was looking for something that God would be pleased with. Like I wanted it to be that God said, this is for me. So that was first and foremost. Second of all, I definitely did want to date someone older than me. Um, Not saying that that younger people can't be serious because it really just depends on who you're talking to. But just at that point, if I could leave it up to me and have a list, I would say someone who was older than me. I wanted someone who was... Not necessarily you, you've accomplished everything, but I needed someone who was on that track to do so, who was taking action. Um, I needed someone. Our very Listen, y'all, my very first date, I told Carl that I was dating for marriage. I didn't care if it scared him away. And I didn't one. care, right? Very first date, I was like, listen, I'm not dating you for years, period. But um, I told him that I was not dating for years, I was just very, very straightforward. I didn't care. I didn't do that whole, I don't want to look desperate. I don't want to look, I didn't care. I'm like, you're going to take me as I am. Not saying that you shouldn't be tactful on your first date and not give away so much. But I was very conscious that I was super upfront about my intentions. I wasn't going to act like I was cool that we could talk and see where it go. No, you're not wasting my time. (laughs) We're not doing it. You're not wasting my time. We're not seeing like... Let's do things that couples do, but then in five months... And that's actually, for some odd reason, five months has always been like where the person has changed. In the talking period where I am with guys, for some reason, it'd be that five-month mark. But you had told me yours is one year.
1: Well, the five-month mark, I could relate. I think that's like the um, benchmark to, okay, this is something. This is serious, or I can continue. Or, mm, I don't know, to the one-year point, yeah had Other than my high school sweetheart, I guess you could call it. I haven't had a relationship more than a year. So this so is the first time, again, outside of high school. One year mark. You know, and this is two years, so twice as nice.
0: Yes. I think that so far, we are, babe, we are two years in and we have never gotten into an
1: argument. Yeah, that's the unbelievable part.
0: I I, I'm not going to speak for him. I'll let him talk. But I honestly don't hold back. Like I don't I'm never I can't remember being in a situation with him. And I was like, man, I really want to say this, but I don't want to start an argument. So I'm not going to say anything. I really I really haven't been I haven't felt that way yet. Like I've been super honest with you. Um, I do watch how I say something to you because I, I respect you. So out of respect, I do watch how I say, but I'm not worried in the back of my mind that like, oh, we're going to get into an argument. I watch how I talk to you because I respect you. So it really, for me, it hasn't been a moment where I'm holding back because I don't want to argue or I'm not showing my true self because I'm trying to get a ring or whatever the case may be. I've really 100% been me. And so... um that's that's crazy that we still haven't argued. So how do you feel as far as us having argued yet and we're two years
1: in? T- to be honest, I mean, I feel like it's how it should be, particularly for myself personally, you know, not to boast. I'm not argumentative like that. I'm not yeah, so not conform- confrontational. Like, I, I truly know what I want. Like, people say, yeah, I know what I want. And I truly know what I want. And I generally voice that. You also got to communicate. And I feel like I'm a good communicator. I'm not really going to hold something in if something is bothering me or if I foresee something maybe an issue I generally address things I generally talk about it and that's the other thing to s- say that we don't argue is not saying we don't communicate you know we mm-hmm. do the work to avoid the argument which yeah. I feel is honestly necessary you gotta talk about things that bother you you know we're not kids we're not new to relationships we know generally what we want what we don't like what we'll take what we'll accept you know maybe Things have come along the way where it's like, maybe we should talk about this. And we've done that. We talked Mm -hmm. about it, got it out the way, addressed everything we need to do. So I feel like it's the way it it should be. Um, Maybe in the future, I don't know. Maybe something will happen, but I doubt it because we communicate. Right. And it's important.
0: We are really, really good communicators. Because I was in a place that I wanted God to lead me so badly, I feel like definitely an issue... If I could be transparent that I've had a lot in my past relationships and situationships was I did not communicate the way that I felt because I was scared that we would get into an argument which I don't like. While I like to voice my opinion, I don't like confrontation. <laughs> I know it's it's weird, but I don't like confrontation and so and I also just didn't want to mess things up air quotes, and I didn't want to um, hurt the other person's feelings. So I just would, and I didn't, you know, I didn't want to mess things up with the person. So I just, I wouldn't communicate the way that I felt. And um, that used to be a huge issue with me, but with us, I don't have that at all. And that's part of my confirmation from God. Cause I feel like a lot of people, it's like, I, I don't know if, you know, maybe you're waiting for a vision or a prophecy, but you have to figure out the different ways that God is speaking to you. And I know that for me, a big way that I knew that God was speaking to me about Carl's and our relationship is the way that I am in in this relationship, that I am comfortable to express my feelings because that's something that was very detrimental in my past relationships. Um, I'm comfortable with being me. I don't hold back in any way, shape or form. And so I know that that was a way that God was speaking to me. So what was a way that you felt like God was speaking to you about our relationship?
1: Right off the jump, the fact that I met you. Like you said, you know, it was essentially an online meeting. How else would I have met you? Granted, we lived so close in theory. You know, we really weren't far away, but we weren't in the same circles. We didn't really cross the same paths. So... Right there, I feel like that was a sign, going through everything I'm going through and making my way to you. After that, just the combat- compatibility, being able to just talk and you know be myself around you and you reciprocating. I guess you can even say the whole not arguing. To me, I, again, feel that it's not necessary. I, I never like when people say, yeah, you gotta have an argument, you gotta talk because you gotta let things out. But letting things out in argument are not synonymous. Yes. You can can talk, you can talk things out.
0: Conflict is not the (laughs) same as an argument. Like Mm -hmm. you can not agree on something, which there have been plenty of times him and I have not agreed on something, Mm -hmm. which is a conflict, one force going against another. But that doesn't mean that there needs to be disrespect. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that there needs to be yelling and shouting and pushing. And I'm about to Mm -hmm. leave and cheating. Like, we disagree frequently, actually, but w- the way that it's—it's th- it's really all in the how we talk to each other. I think.
1: And I want to go back to just—I guess—addressing my previous relationships and like communication doesn't mean talk; it means talk and listen both sides.
0: Yes. So
1: for me, I was saying felt, a word
0: over here. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: <laughs> I feel that I was doing all of the quote-unquote communicating
0: in your past relationships. Yeah, in
1: the past and. I guess one of my sort of deal breakers or sensitive spots is when I have to repeat myself so many times about something that truly irks me. Mm -hmm. So that would always be the thing that led me to be like, okay, I don't think this is gonna work. You know, I feel like if I'm addressing something and kind of pouring my heart out, being vulnerable, telling you something bothers me and you just kind of do it again with all disregard, I guess you're really not for me. You don't respect me, you don't wanna put in work, you don't wanna listen. It's funny because we don't even come close to that because Mm -hmm. you, A, you're just who I like and who I want to be with and what I like. Um, So it's really, it it, it hasn't been an issue. It hasn't been anything that's truly come up. And B, again, we both communicate. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell you something, you tell me something. We both take it in, digest it and do what we do.
0: I feel like outside of the fact that we both feel like God has led us to each other, and that our relationship is pleasing to him, a really big factor in how well our relationship has, has gone is the respect factor. There are some things that I hear, and I'm not saying that because everybody handles confrontation differently. Um, everybody has different personalities. Everyone is not calm. I understand that. Everyone, you know, is, it, doesn't know how to speak their feelings well and I understand that too but I feel like a lot of relationships lack respect and and that's why there's so many issues because there's no way even with the different personalities right and this is just my opinion this is not no type of relational scientific data but If you have respect, like genuine respect for the person, I feel like there are just some things that you will not say, Mm -hmm. like in the and the way that you say it. Like when I hear people and this is not just because I don't curse, but when I hear that, like a, a couple like someone like you curse them out and like you called them out their name that's really the main thing not saying curse words but like you called them out their name I'm like yo I can never imagine calling Carl out his name
1: well you bring up another good point is that sometimes people misconstrue like I gotta speak my mind I can't hold things in I just gotta say what's on my mind and they believe that that's healthy that's the thing to do I don't know who spread that rumor who started it mm-hmm. you don't have to say everything on your mind Mm-hmm. Um, again fortunately I've never even had you know that particular issue or those particular thoughts with you but again just speaking in general for what I hear in other relationships it's just they feel they gotta say every little thing and sometimes that is toxic you mm-hmm. you talk about something that didn't need to be addressed didn't need to be brought up.
0: Carl you're in the vein meaning that like you're speaking anointed right now and I'm, and I'm saying that because I was just listening to a podcast shout out to 30 minutes with the Perry's And they were talking about conflict and they were saying that towards the end of their podcast, they were saying that people think that you have to say that they that they're weak if they don't say everything that they're feeling when they feel it. Also, even though it's not good to always hold your feelings in, Mm -hmm. you also have to have the discernment of when to say something Mm because sometimes it's like you're just too sensitive you're taking things too personally and you're doing a disservice to the relationship by saying every single thing on your mind
1: yeah that's a good point i think we met each other at almost perfect times in our lives because we're Mm -hmm. both pretty much mature or we got all of the sort of childish ways out of our system like just responding to every little thing taking things personally and being sensitive and all of that we're able to sit listen be patient Mm -hmm. like you said discern certain things you know when it is right to bring something up and things like that and now two years in my mind probably in your mind too that's enough time to um, get a sense of a person
0: right
1: know when to Say certain things. Not to mention, you know what a person's trigger is. You know what's going to set them off. You got people out here that they seek that trigger. They want to set someone off, mm-hmm. almost like a challenge or whatever. And we don't have that. And so you know, I'm grateful Listen, for that. I just
0: be tired. I don't even. You know, I I I love a good debate. I love two opposing sides. You know, trying to get their point across. I love a good conversation, but arguing it's just so draining. Yeah, it's draining for sure. It is so draining and mm-hmm. I'm like and I, you know I am someone um I do like to get the last word when it's like a, a real argument. I do like to get the last word. So like I I just can't take the back and forth. I rather not saying that this is healthy, but I just rather not talk to the person period if I know that we're going to have an argument. I'm going to do whatever I can to not have that argument. But I think conflict, conflict is, like I said, conflict is different than arguing. Confl- conflict, two, two different types of feelings, two different types of opinions. I think it's necessary for growth. Um, I think it's necessary for relationship, period. Um, I, it's really all in the way, in, in how you communicate that.
1: And to your question earlier about how did I know that this was pretty much sent from God, you know, or this was a sign, is that a lot of these issues are avoided just naturally because we we just click in that way. We we're aligned. We have you know, we're like minded. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those sort of toxic issues are not even present. We we don't we even equally come across
0: yoked boo. That
1: works that for me. That works equally for me. Yoked.
0: Amen. Um the back to what I was saying about finding out how God is speaking to you it's very important because back to uh the podcast about the 30 minutes with the Perrys they were talking about how it is not good to and you guys check them out they're phenomenal I love them but they're, they're this uh they're a married couple they're professional poets and they're really just they're amazing but anyways They were saying that a lot of false doctrines, even though this is a very dramatic example, a lot of false doctrines were birthed from people having, quote, air quote, visions and dreams and prophecies from what they felt was God, which, you know, is wrong. So be careful that that's not the thing that you're waiting for. Um, to pursue your, to pursue someone, or feel like that that that's the person for you, it really goes back to your relationship with God and nourishing that relationship to the point that you know what God's voice sounds like to you. For me, I dealt a lot with anxiety about certain things and just constantly second guessing. And with my relationship with Carl, it has been just like an ultimate peace. Like I don't. I, it is. It is just such a. And I didn't even realize the 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 weight that I was holding in my past relationships with anxiety about concern about what they doing, who they doing it with, why they not texting me back, whatever, whatever. I felt that very for a very brief moment when we first started talking, when I had graduated with my bachelor's, and I was at graduation, and you weren't texting me back, and I'm like, here we go again. I'm like, another one. But then he ended up texting me back. But that is literally the last time I felt like I I had any type of anxiety over in within our relationship. So with me, that's how I'm knowing that God continues to speak to me is the the peace that I feel. And even though we are two years in, I still ask God, you know, continue to speak to me and reveal to me truths that I may not can see because I'm so in love I don't want my feelings to blind me which is that's a brave thing to do because we're two years in I felt like a hundred percent that God said that you are my husband so for me to still pray like God let your will be done that's a hard prayer because what if God tells me it's not for me no more and we two and a half years in I'm over here thinking you about to propose any day and God is like no that's not it
1: yeah, that's a good point. Again, something else you addressed is sorta of being I guess disillusioned or
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, um what's the term? Sort of like confirmation bias, I guess. That might not be the exact term, but the idea being that, oh, I wanted this and oh this seems like that might be in that direction. This might mm-hmm. be the thing. Let me take it as it is. And at the end of the day, you don't only you know in your heart of hearts, like In your heart of hearts, knowing that it's from God, it is affirmed from above, Mm -hmm. you know, above. You know, again, just having it all affirmed from uh, from God, you know, you're never going to hear an audible. This is it. Summer. This is it. He's the one. This is it. It don't work that way. You can't lie to yourself. You can't just be wishful thinking. You know, I I just want someone right now and he's the closest thing. He's he's in my proximity. Mm -hmm. This is it. Let me just take this. This must be a sign from God
0: right i I think also one thing i th- I can really appreciate is that neither one of us has a specific relationship that we want to emulate where we saw that and we was like, yeah, I want that, like, and now we're rushing to not saying that because that's incredible if you have a relationship that that not I'm talking about a celebrity relationship that you don't know them outside of. Instagram. I mean, a physical relationship that you're like, oh, wow, that's beautiful. I I aspire to have that. That's amazing if you if you can have an example. But for for us, we don't necessarily have that example that we're like, okay, that's what I want. I'm excited to have that. And so that's our driving force. So I think that's an authentic authenticity in and of itself is that our desire to be with each other and to be married and to, you know, have this lasting relationship is really just deep rooted within ourselves. Like, it's not something that, and like I said, if you can have that example, that's awesome too. But just something with us, I think is pretty cool. And I actually never thought of it until I, I'm speaking right now is that we're not even looking at any outside examples of, I want that. That's my driving force. I I don't think I even love you the way I say, but I just love the idea of what I see. So I want that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ours is specifically just like a deep rooted feeling towards each other. Like, listen, this is what we want. We know what not to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, that's beautiful too. Great. So, I were two years in. It has been literally incredible so far. Not to be corny, but I can 100% say I have never, from a boyfriend, from a love interest, I have never felt this type of love because it's true love. It's real. It is love. The other situations that I was in, it was affection, it was lust. It was desire, but it was not love. And so this is honestly, and that, because God is peace. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that that's such the word that I stand on with you and I of why I'm just so confident. And I, it's because it's, it's so, it's peace. I have peace in my mind. I have peace when I go to sleep. I'm never worried, never worried that like, And like I said, God will speak to people in other ways. But for me, that is a big deal.
1: I mean, that's good to know. I try to make it a point to make whoever I'm with comfortable enough to come to me about any sort of thoughts or anything I may be doing that doesn't fit their standards or meet their goals. So I feel like I would be even more mad or upset if I heard something from you, you know, moments from now a year from now that you didn't address a long time ago that mm-hmm. to me that would sort of be the worst thing for me like why were you holding this all this time do you're I, very I, do inviting I you, you know
0: no yeah you do a great job of being approachable and you reciprocate it as far as reciprocating the honesty so yeah you make me very comfortable to come to you with my feelings and thoughts or even if i just want to vent whatever the case may be Uh, And you're very proactive, too. It's not like I'm bringing to you an issue and that's just what the issue is. But you're also very proactive. Like, okay, here's this issue. I don't like when you do this. So let's start doing this. And this is what will hopefully make it better. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's a good point, too. I think it kind of gets overlooked sometimes where people have that phase of, you know, hey, what's your favorite this, your favorite that sometimes it's that Small and trivial as your favorite color but you know you do a great job of getting a little deeper you know um, how do you feel about this what did you know how did this happen in your previous relationship Mm -hmm. what do you blah 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 in the future you know you you do a lot of that asking questions that are relevant and not just to be asking them not just to make conversation so that in itself helps things out and avoid certain potential issues Mm
0: -hmm. thank you Well, you guys, once again, this was short and sweet, but thank you so much for joining us today and sharing our two-year anniversary. (laughs) I can't wait to look back on this when we're married and with kids and let our kids listen to it. Um, What?
1: How do you feel about kids? I would say what, like, maybe 30 years from now okay that's
0: grandma age Um. it is is considered a geriatric birth at the age of 35 (laughs) which is crazy because the closer i get to 35 i'm like that's not even old but that's considered a geriatric birth crazy all right you guys thank you once again for tuning in we hope that you have a lovely day and we love you thank you bye